Hello, Hipsy, and welcome back to another episode of Seeds to Serve. I'm Cheat Catherine. This is Cheat Angus. And this gospel is Jesus sends the Holy Spirit to his disciples. So, here it goes. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of truth that proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me. And you also testify because you have been with me from the beginning. I have much more to tell you, but you cannot bear it now. But when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will not speak on his own, but he will speak what he hears and will declare to you the things that are coming. He will glorify me because he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Everything that the father has is mine. For this reason, I told you that he will take from what is mine and declare it to you. Okay, so this is the Pentecost story. So when Jesus came down and, well, this is, okay, this is actually a different version from what you usually hear probably every year of the tongues of fire coming down and all that. So we could say all those things about what you probably learned in Yaoli all these years, but you know, you already learned that stuff. So we're just going to do something else. So <laughs> essentially, this gospel was saying that Jesus promised that the Holy Spirit would come down to guide and protect us. I guess outside of the Bible, then I feel the Holy Spirit as just this presence, something that can like overwhelm you so like that song holy spirit you're welcome here come flood this place and fill the atmosphere i guess more specifically i've just always understood the holy spirit as a messenger so if i'm praying to god then i am talking directly to god but the thing that is carrying my words to heaven is the holy spirit and yeah because like, back then, Jesus was walking around on earth, so at least people had the option of going to talk to Jesus, but for us, we really don't have any physical interaction with God and Jesus, so I feel that the Holy Spirit is the messenger and the connection between us on earth and God in heaven. For me, the way that I've always interpreted the Holy Spirit is, like, through prayer, I end up directing different intentions to different parts of the Trinity. And so, like, with God the Father, I usually am very, like, deeply reflective about, like, my character, about, like, like my sins and how I can become a better person. And when I pray to Jesus Christ, I think of him as, like, a friend. It's, like, on, like, a more emotional basis i think and then when it comes to the holy spirit i talk to him as if like like when it comes to more like day to day like but i'm like on the bus and i'm like trying to get to school on time then i'm like oh my gosh dear god please let me get to class on time so i can do my presentation i feel like all of those prayers are directed towards the holy spirit similarly to how g Catherine was saying that like we don't have physical access to God the Father and the Son, I feel like I have a closer connection to the Holy Spirit who's all around us all the time to be there and comfort me like in these like 
very small everyday situations. Yeah, so the Holy Spirit is here to guide and protect us. So as you've also probably already learned, the Holy Spirit also helps us decisions in keeping with God's laws. So your book talks about euthanasia, abortion. Now I forgot the first one. Cloning. Cloning. (laughs) Yeah. And you've already learned about what the church thinks about this stuff. So we're going to think of truths in another way. So there's truth in quotes, a lowercase t, which is what the world tells you. And then there's truth with a capital T of what God tells us. Yeah. So there are also other types of labels that the world puts on us about what we are, what we can do, what we can't do. And so for me personally, I can definitely see that there was a time where the truth with a lowercase t, what the world tells me that I am, was very influential on my emotional health um, and how I perceived myself. Um, And that came with college acceptances and rejections four years ago, uh, which is probably what you guys are experiencing right now. Um, And like the feeling of, so everything that I did in the past four years of high school only amounted to this. Um, This is all that I'm worthy of. Um, I'm not good enough for this school or that school or my dream school. Or, like, if you want to go somewhere, but other situations like the cost of going to that college or the distance or any other situation that's, like, preventing you from really wanting to do what you feel like you want to do are things that really limited how I felt like I could make an impact or a difference in this world. Um, I thought that, okay, well, if this is as far as I can go, the best that I can do, then my paths, my possible opportunities in life are now limited to this. But you'll learn that these small, almost insignificant things that happen in your life will not ruin your world, um, your entire future prospects. You just definitely need, like as cheesy as it sounds, you need to make the most of it and believe that God is leading you down a path that you can't see the end of, that is so wonderful, so amazing, that is the best for you. Whereas we can only see as far as the human eye can see. And we think that this path sucks, but we don't see that at the very end of the road, there's a beautiful palace of gold waiting for us. And so just know that what the world tells you and gives to you is not the end-all be-all and is not as awful as you might think it is. If things don't go your way, just remember that they're going God's way. And that is a billion times better than what we can ever come up with or imagine for ourselves. A billion times better. Sounds like a lot, but only true. For me, my truth, lowercase t, what the world tells me I am, is, well, this this wasn't all the time. Well, actually, I think it has. <laughs> or maybe it's been like a growing thing. But like many of you, I work really hard in school, but I'm not a good test taker. <laughs> like, bottom line, 
I like fear quizzes. I fear tests, like a basic one, or if it comes to taking SATs or AP exams, especially with AP tests and SATs, I used to define a lot of my worth in it. I defined myself as average. So if I'd work super hard for said test and then I don't do well, then it made me want to do better or it's always the next one. I guess that would kind of consume me. I guess like for as of right now, it sounds like for the better than like, oh, like, you know, that's a relatively positive outlook. At least it's it's always about how you improve and how the journey, you know, it's about the journey and not the destination, whatever, whatever. So because I'm always thinking about the next one, then it kind of morphed into, okay, what do I do now in order to get me there? So I, and this also sounds kind of positive. I didn't, I wouldn't procrastinate and I just put my all into what I have to do now. And it, it, it gave me results, you know, I was doing better. I was, you know, I was pretty much trying to give myself no excuse to fail. I remember afterwards, if I got like a three or an average SAT score, like looking back, I would say I did not do enough. And I never want to say that again. Still, still like right now, I am trying to get out of this, but even right now, then I would say, I would still tell myself, like in some instances, that I didn't do enough and like I could have done better. And it kind of snowballs into at my best, like the best that I can get is only defined through how productive I am. Like just back to back to back and I got everything done and I was satisfied and I was done early. Then that was like, I have made it. Like <laughs> this is this is great. This is this is who I am. I am a productive human being. I have overcome adversity. Great. But then especially with learning at home and I started to get a little bit less productive and I would I would you know like you face hardship and I'd get really tired and all I wanted to do was watch High School Musical, the musical, the series. And I, like, could not... I would just, like, sit on the couch and just watch reruns of stuff. And I just, like, physically did not have, like... Physically and mentally did not have the bandwidth to be as productive as I was. And I thought, like, oh, part of me, you know, the part that I should probably listen to is, like... (laughs) It's okay. You are, you know, it's a tough time. It's life's hard right now. So give yourself a break. But then the other part of me is like, I'm not doing enough. And then cycle with start. <laughs> and this is a very current thing. So I am, I don't have any solutions as of right now. But in that moment when I was like, maybe you should, you need to be a little easy on yourself give yourself some grace, as people say. And that's entirely true. Part of me was recognizing that, like, I needed rest. And it's hard for me to listen to that a lot of the time. But I feel like that was God's way of telling me to slow down. It's okay to rest. And it's especially okay to rest in Him 
and to give our burdens and our worries to him. I remember my my cousin, who is not baptized, but, you know, as being family, then has grown up in our Catholic extended family. And I think he put it very well of saying that when he prayed to God, then like prayed for the first time in like maybe ever, the problems didn't go away, but he felt this like overwhelming peace come over him. And I think this moment that I'm thinking of was a good reminder for me to continue to pray to God, even even in the bad times, and to always go to Him and remain in Him, as we have said. And the Holy Spirit, even though you sometimes can't feel God or Jesus, then I feel like the Holy Spirit can really bring peace and can like really blanket you. Yeah, like essentially, the the Holy Spirit is really good at reminding us of what God tells us. So remember that what God tells you is much more important than what the world will tell you. A reflection question for you guys to think about throughout this week and to discuss on Saturday is, what role does the Holy Spirit play in my life? Yeah, so we have decided that this will be our last episode of Seeds to Serve. We thought that what we just did of the truth and the capital T truth came like full circle. It's been nice doing this and yeah, it's been, it's been nice talking about the gospel. Hopefully you've enjoyed this. If you'll miss us, then you can always listen to the other ones. But yeah, this is, I guess this is us signing off, which is kind of weird. You won't hear us next week, which is... (laughs) I mean, I don't know who is hearing this now, but if you have been listening, thank you. <laughs> and yeah. So we'll see you on Saturday. See you then. Goodbye. Bye.